PolePolitikin.com. Welcome back to PolePolitikin. I'm now politicking with Sam Scarfo. What's good, bro? What's good, bro? I'm out here just chilling. Chill. Where you at right now? Right now I'm at my crib in Jersey. Okay, okay. So as a, what's some of your daily rituals or habits you got as an icebreaker? Some of my daily rituals, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I smoke weed. Say no to drugs, though, kid. But I smoke weed. That's a daily habit. <laughs> daily ritual I got right now. What kind? Huh? What kind? What kind of weed? Yeah. Uh, sour diesel, OG, cookies. Yeah, I said we on that Girl Scout out here right now. Yeah, maybe if I'm lucky, uh, maybe if I'm lucky, one of my people from the day, uh, 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 come across the purple or something, and I'll smoke that or something. Okay. And can you talk about your background a little bit and how you fell in love with music? Oh, uh, man, I fell in love with music from an early age. My mom, you know, I think most the most kids, the most most kids, the most the most uh, urban neighborhoods, you know, my mom had a big record collection. And um, she had a bunch of old rap records, Run DMC, um, Curtis Blow, and whatever. And I used to just love those records you used to play. I used to love Suck MCs and Rock Kim, and that just made me fall in love with it. Okay. And when, when was the time that you actually decided to do it as a career? Probably like around 2000, around 2003. And started to as a career because it was uh I started getting a little notoriety for doing it so it kind of like started shaping this is what I'm gonna do with my life so probably around that yeah okay and what would you say the difference between because you know there's a lot of people that make music so what's the difference between an amateur and a professional like what's the difference I think um I, when I said amateur professional I would say somebody that's new to doing it they still try they they still trying to find their pocket, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I think we all still trying to find a better pocket. Even somebody has been rapping for 20 years, they're trying to find that pocket that's just undeniable. Even if you had it already, some rappers have done it twice, three times. So I would say like um, rapping on the corner and rapping in the studio is just different, you know what I'm saying? So take your time with it. Know that you're putting out product for people to hear, just to sound good and sound clear and sound the way you want it to sound. You should also you should also be able to put yourself in that song so that people could um feel you through the music. You know what I'm saying? It takes, I mean, it takes practice. So right. I would say like I would say that's like the biggest difference right there. Okay. And then last time we spoke was July 2011, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. So I just want you to kind of talk about the past three, okay. four years, how it's been for you. Well, I said it one more time, you broke up a little bit. Yeah, I said, I just want you to talk about the past three, four years since we spoke, like how it's been for right, you. Well, well, um, well, probably like I would say, when I put the mixtape out, you know what I'm saying? I really was doing it because I love music. Like, I didn't never really try to do it to try to be a big commercial success. Or I did it for my people that like, you know, that kind of did it. I, don't, I didn't really look at it to do it for money. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm saying. I was really doing it just to kind of do it. Cause I like to do music. Once you start doing, once you get in the rap studio, you start, you start going any studio. I think, and you and you and you work it, man. You're gonna be addicted to it. So it was more about that when I put that project out. So just talking to Prodigy and talking to uh, Marvis, who's the general manager over there at um, Infamous. They kind of, you know, said that I need to do it professionally again. So I mean, I wasn't gonna do it for free. So you know what I'm saying? Once they turned it into some business. Whereas that, whereas that I'm not doing it just to be doing it because normally I would just do it at my leisure, but you know it feels good to be putting out a real album. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, 
for the past three years, I kind of just been chilling. I had a store, I had a trucking company, so I kind of just been just doing my thing. You said you had a store? Yeah. What kind of store? It was a clothing store. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh. All right, and then you kind of touched on it earlier because you was talking about how your mom had a big music collection. So I want you to talk about your favorite lo- favorite song and then your favorite line in the song. My favorite hip hop song? No, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then your favorite line. One of my, uh, one of my favorite songs was, I would say, the song that made me really want to do rap. And I was, a, when I was a kid. I was a little kid. I would say it was probably the symphony. Mm. Daddy Kane, Craig G, Mass Ace, Coogee Rap. So um, the line that really stood out in that song, the line that really stood out in that song was Kane Line. The mic had my prints and on it was a body. When I heard that, I just felt like, oh, man, what would it do? And it just, from then on, it just... It turned it, 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 then on, I was, I was a rapper. I was, oh, I was going to be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? And then what are you, you was talking about, uh, you kind of touched on this as well. So what are your current projects you got right now going? You said I kind of touched on what? Sorry. I said, what are some of your current projects you was talking about the album? So. Oh, yeah, I'm working on a project right now. Well, I got a project coming out mm-hmm. uh, on November 25th. My album was Ski Beats. So, um... I mean, I think that's a classic piece of material. Actually, a double album. Ski produced the second disc. Okay. This is like a collection of records that I just kind of was giving out for free. But uh, I said I'm just gonna put these out. I'm gonna put these out as an album in an album form. I basically was just doing it at my leisure. I wasn't really trying to be the biggest rap star because you know, like industry has ways of, of putting a bad taste in your mouth and, and not making you want to do things professionally. And I just had to get back to loving doing what I had to do. Loving doing what I do. And then how did you hook up with Ski B? Uh, Ski was an um, artist. Ski was actually an artist that was signed to Infamous. And I was signed to Infamous. And we just was kicking ideas around what type of album should I put out. And um, and when the idea came with Ski, I'm not really sure. Well, I'm not sure if it was Prodigy or if it was Marvis. But it, um, it just made so much sense because... He's like relevant to he, he's relevant to the new he's relevant to the new and he has the sound that I grew up off of, so Okay. And then what the same man? And then you was talking about uh like where can they check out all your music? Huh? Where can they check out your music? Like where can they Yeah, they can go see me on I'm on SoundCloud and I'm on Audio Mac. Okay. So they can go so they can um they can always they can always check that because I'm always updating that so and what are your interests and hobbies outside of making music? You said what are my hobbies outside of making music? Yeah. Outside of making music, uh, anything that got some money attached to it, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it. You know what I'm saying? Anything that got some money attached to it, because you know it's like you know this is a doggy dog. This is a this is a funny time right here, man. So I mean, I like, I like you know what I like doing outside of music. I like spending time with my kids. That's what I like. Okay. So what are the five things you can't live without? things I can't live without. Woo! My phone is one. Uh-huh. <laughs> my phone, uh... What kind of phone you got? Huh? What kind of phone you got? I got an iPhone. I can't live without my iPhone. Okay. I can't live without, uh... Uh... Five things I can't live without. Can I use my family? My family? I can't yeah. say that, right? Yeah. And then I know weed. That's probably one. <laughs> and, and weed is definitely one. And um, 
you know, just um, being able to make music, <laughs> being able to go and create. I can't live without my creativity. I wouldn't be able to live. I wouldn't be able to uh, do a lot of the things that I want to do. Nick, can you talk about some of the sacrifices? Can you talk about some of your sacrifices you made in your career so far? Oh, definitely. Man. My biggest sacrifice probably is spending time with my kids. Man. When he first was born, when he first was born, was the time I got my first record deal. My first record deal on Def Jam. So I was kind of like trying to, you know, and with most black kids in the ghetto, man, and getting a record deal, like talking about kids that's really in the street trying to change their life. I really wanted to like, you know, because I was out of, I probably was out of jail maybe six months, and then I got a deal, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, and it was with Jay-Z, so it was kind of like trying to make, trying to do things the right way, but a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, things get lost in the shuffle, and um, I think my relationship with my kids kind of got strained through that, but, you know, I spend every day trying to, uh, reach, I spend every day trying to make up to that, so that's probably my biggest sacrifice. What are some things you do to stay, I guess, focused and motivated on your music uh, career? Um, to stay focused and motivated is just, um, not want to get up and work a regular job. Uh, I want to go back in the street, you know what I'm saying? I want to do things that's going to take me away from my, from my children and shit like that, man. That's the biggest motivation to do music because really... I mean, I'm not saying I'm not good at anything else. This is one of the one things that I got recognized for that's, that's a good thing. So that could actually allow me to feed myself. So that's like probably, you know, that's everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all, that's all the motivation I would need right there. What advice would you give to an aspiring artist? Um, I would just say, you know, take what advice I'll give to an aspiring artist. Yeah. Make sure you make sure you aspire to be a great artist. You know, hip hop has so many chambers. Right now, you can, if you want to be a battle rapper, go be a battle rapper. If you want to be a, a song maker, be a song maker. But give it all. But give it your all. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't have step with it. You know what I'm saying? Because thousand great rappers, man. Probably, but it's few good artists. So you gotta like. You gotta kind of like, you know, take your craft seriously. Because, you know, yeah, no disrespect, but you don't really have the, you don't really have the rappers to look up to that I had to look up to. Like, there is no Notorious Big around. There's no Tupac around. There's no Nas around. So. Yeah, I was gonna actually ask you that. So what's your opinion of the, the game right now? Um, I like it. I like it. I think that... They didn't go through the same cultural things that we went through, so the music's gonna be different. Right. Like a 21 year old kid didn't feel the crack era the way I felt. You know what I'm saying? So his music is gonna be different. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he didn't grow up seeing crackheads stealing, stealing, riding around with air conditioners on their bikes and running around trying to sell Christmas trees in July and all that kind of shit. <laughs> you didn't see that? You know what I'm saying? So. His music is not going to reflect that. That doesn't mean that his music isn't good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just live a different life and they talk in a different struggle. I think I think as long as you put, it's all art though, man. So as long as you putting your all into it, it's going it's gonna come out dope. Hmm. And so like, do you think a lot of artists 
look at it as art? Because it seems like I don't think everybody kind of has that picture, you know, but I, I think you're on the right path, like you said, as art, but I don't know if everybody else considers herself artists in there, you know. Well, it's, well it's, it's also, you also got this. See, this thing, is a lot of, this thing has a lot of social issues with it, too, though, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when everybody wants to be a rapper, everybody wants to be a rapper, everybody's not an artist. Right. Say, everybody's not an artist. Everybody wants to be a rapper because those are the successful role models that a lot of kids have. So, it's about weeding out the seriousness from the, you know, nowadays... Nowadays, I'm pretty sure you don't like every rapper that's out. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's too much. It's too much hip hop music that's out. Right. You just gotta just weed out what's dope and what's not dope. What was forced to you and what you like when you first heard. You know what I'm saying? What, what would you consider? Because you was talking about this. What would you actually consider an artist? Like, what is an artist? I would consider an artist somebody that um, there's somebody that can create an emotion and put it on a beat and make you feel it. Mm. Tell your fans and people that have been supporting you. I will tell them that um, pick up my album on um, November 25th. It's worth the wait. They got a lot of records that I never released. They got records, and they got a bunch of new material that's um, got a bunch of new material that sticks with you for a while. You know, I got a dope record on there with Nate Dog that hasn't been heard yet. A dope record with a uh, rest in peace, Nate Dog. Say thank you for coming through, Paul. Take it with me. I appreciate you, bro. Is it anything that we uh? What's up? Always good talking to you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Is there anything we didn't cover that uh, you'd like to go over? Oh, I would just say, oh yeah, um, the album also comes with a comic book. So, mm. look for that. What kind? What kind of? I'm trying to. Huh? Did you, who who made it? Like, how did you do that? Well, the album is called Five Million Stories. Uh huh. And um. iTunes, they still get the comic book? You gotta buy the physical to get the comic book. So you gotta have to go to Walmart and go like that to get the actual comic. Okay. But it's definitely worth the buy. It's it definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely, 
Yeah, that's tight. That's what I was like. That's that's cool. That's tight. I want to see that. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I said, um, what about your websites and everything? Where they can hit you up? Oh man, they can catch me on um, you know, the, all, all the social media sites. I'm in the process of building my new website, so I don't want to give. I, I don't want to give out the wrong title just yet. But they can catch me on um, you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Sam Scarfo. There's no one not the real. It's your boy Sam Scarfo. I'm politicking with Poe, and you about to check out my new joint, 911 featuring Prodigy, boy. I'm like a preacher, how I'm standing in this pulpit. Ain't no friends in this bullshit. How you call yourself the king in your heart, you know it's bullshit. This gorilla gang it, all you niggas cool whip. You know these niggas switch colors like a moose stick. Just survival now is slimmer than a pool stick. I should have been dead for coming on some goof bitch. The worst blind sided out for standing on some dude straight. Real nigga, pocket bulger, all thinner. My little niggas is rocket launchers, Carmelo. Keys to Heron, soft white, and hard hello. These niggas is snitches, singing in falsetto. Yeah, your man wanna cop your cousin, no killers. No eye blind, blessed to all you broke niggas. All this brick talk, can't scrape five G's. Ask about work, it's like you talk to Chinese. That's the body right there, 911. Get the phone, bitch, you call 911. In that new Porsche Carrera, 911. And they say, step the dope, 911. I'm killing fly all these niggas, 911. You dropping dimes on these niggas, 911. In that new Porsche Carrera, 911. And they say, step the dope, 911. I do this for barbershop niggas in the plaza. In them 60 inch plazas. Like the first time I tried to cut my dope, it was disaster. 30 thou hit, I'm back at it next chapter. And nigga Foley gotta grind with the gram sellers and come back with another 30 band members. I know niggas that hop counters, grab tellers, somebody open his pump, or I'm splash Esther. Bat a thousand on this white with no errors. Not your Louis bag pickup, we grab trellis. My nigga fell, I just wired in some stacks. Him snitch, she'd rather eat fire out of strap. I hear a whole lot of lying on these tracks. Take this consignment, let a line on the track. You niggas comical, a riot on the pack. That's nothing, cause everywhere you got a clown with a sack. That's the body right there, 911. Get the phone, bitch, you call 911. In that new Porsche Carrera, 911. And they say, step the dope, 911. I'm killing fly all these niggas, 911. Uh, dropping dimes on these niggas, 911. In that new Porsche Carrera, 911. And they say, step the dope, 911. Shit crazy, I wrote this shit with 911. You never forget, I was dead, I can't, son. Ritual murder, blood on sacred geometry. Your brain is the size of a pea. If you're not the slightest bit interested, least a bit curious to what I'm here to talk about. Nigga, this pyramids. At the bottom of the ocean off the coast of Miami, but they already told you. Look, nigga, I'm not your teacher or your preacher or your motherfucking leader. I'm just a true seeker, true speaker, grim reaper for any bright ideas like fucking you, Rico. We gon' catch P tonight. He not a gangster. He talking all that smart shit, writing books and shit. 
dry snitching yeah. Corinne Stephens You niggas just mad Cause I expose you bitches You supposed to be gangsters Do something nigga I shit it on your gangster Do something nigga You a fraud Washed up and broke as fuck And your belt is a knockoff Canal Street thugs That's the body right there 911 Get the phone bitch And call 911 In that new Porsche Carrera 911 And they say Step your dope 911 I'm killing fly All these niggas 911 You dropping dimes On these niggas 911 In that new Porsche Carrera 911 And they say Step the dope 911 Bitches Yeah nigga Sam Scar Don P On speed down, nigga. I catch any one of you niggas out in the world, you already know how it's going down. Give a fuck. Man.